twohomos.com. It's not a porn site. We just like the name. One of the things I realized, you know, now that we've had a baby for a while, is that baby stuff that you buy at baby stores and everything, what a racket, baby toys, all that stuff, a incredible racket. It's outrageous. You know, I, the, yeah, let me give you an example. So I went shopping because, you know, I'm reading the baby book. You know, it's your baby week by week. And, you know, what's baby supposed to be doing this week? Because, you know, this is my first baby. I'm not, you know, I'm not a, not an expert on these things. So, oh, okay, baby should be opening his eyes. Baby should be doing this. Baby should be grabbing things. Baby's putting things in their mouth. I mean, you know, and this, it tells you all the development things that happen. So they're saying, you know, oh, a few weeks old, you should have like a crib mobile over the crib and I'm like you know this helps your baby's development or the baby will have this many more points of IQ you know blah 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 so I'm like all right sponsored by Fisher Price exactly well I'm gonna be a good mother here and you know I'm gonna get them the you know I'm gonna go get some toys so I go to Babies R Us which oh what what a ridiculously overpriced store that is to begin with so I'm looking for the you know the crib mobiles and things that go around and you know I'm a price sensitive shopper I'm going to look for the best bargain I can find. So I'm like looking at these things and I'm seeing that they're priced, you know, like $29 all the way up to like $59, you know, all these different. May I, may I uh, say one thing? Sensitive shopper, I don't think so. Cheap shopper, I would say yes. I, price sensitive. Cheap. Okay. Well, you, you can have your opinion. Okay. Anyway, so I'm looking at the mobiles and, you know, I'm thinking, well, I'm going to get that, you know, $29 one. I mean, it looks like it does all the same thing, you know, little little hanging toys and things all spin around a circle. It plays music, whatevs. I mean, that, that looks good, right? So then I look at the ex- more expensive ones. I want to see, okay, are there features or something that I'm missing in this one? You know, maybe this one has like, you know, teaches the baby computer programming or something like that while he's sleeping. I don't know, you know, so I want to know. <laughs> So I look at it and it's, it's Baby Einstein one. And I'm like, oh, Baby Einstein. Well, jeez, I want my kid to be Baby Einstein. And not, I'm thinking. Not ba- Baby Dummy. Yeah, not Baby Idiot. I mean, so now I'm like, now I'm torn because now, because now I'm like, well, shit, the one that's, you know, the more expensive one, Baby Einstein. Oh, it promotes, you know, brain development. And my baby's brain will be a centimeter bigger by the time they're eight weeks. And, you know. And, you know, my parent who's going to be just too cheap to shell out the extra, you know, 15, 20 bucks because I wanted to get a better deal. So now I got my baby, the baby stupid one, and baby's IQ is, you know, three points lower now by the time all, he's All 16. the baby's doing it, he has a helmet on and he keeps whacking his head against the wall. Yeah, so I'm like, you know, yeah. so I'm like, and I was, I really stood there for a long time thinking it over. And I just thought, you know, 10 years from now, and my, as my child is getting held back a grade in school, is it all going to be because I was too cheap? to buy the baby Einstein mobile for his crib. So I did. I bought it. I think that there's lots of things that, that they get you with. Part they got of me. It, for me, it's more impulse buys, which is what I normally do. You know, what's kind of fun? You know, as an example, like personally, I like to buy things that helps me myself become more organized because I'm very disorganized. You or the baby? Myself. And then, so that's how I think normally. So with the baby, it's like, oh, wow, this is something fun. This is kind of cool. I'll buy this. It's shiny. And that's how I make my, my decisions. I don't look at the things. And Virginia, you'll see her. She reads all the, you know, the, the, the descriptions on each thing and this, that, the other. I'm like, shiny. I want shiny. Well, you know, I, I try to make sure that things are age appropriate. You know, right now we got to get the zero to three months Does that things. mean that his Playboy monthly uh, magazine thingy is not going to be age appropriate? I think it's not age appropriate. I mean, when he's older, I, you know, I, I don't really want to know if he has a subscription to Playboy when he's older, but there's, yeah, I, I, you know what? That's not something I really want to talk about. But one thing that, that I do want is like with him is I want him to be very comfortable with his sexuality. Oh, for sure. I want, and yeah, I don't, for sure, there's for crazy sure. people that, that make their little kids 
so shameful and so uptight that they don't enjoy sex. Not that I want to be part of a sex life, but I want them to have a healthy sex life with a nice partner. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And I want to be respectful of women or respectful of men if he's going to date men, you know, whoever he's going to date. I just want him to be respectful. And And then to be respectful to him too. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And have bound appropriate boundaries and yada, yada, yada. Right. But, you know, I don't really want to know if he has a subscription to Playboy or not. Unless he has it when he's 11 and then I'm going to beat his ass. You'd be like, hey, um, Ethan, can I borrow it when you're done, please? No. Actually, no, on second thought, can I have it first? Because you made a mess in the last magazine. Ah, no, mm-mm, no, thank you. But anyway, yes, we'll we'll have all those talks because you know why. I'll do my research and I'll read the books and we'll talk about, you know, you and I will kind of figure out what's the right time to talk about things and how to talk about it. Because I'll know because I'll be reading books about it and getting educated because that's kind of mom I am. But this is, this is what surprised me about the kind of mom you are, actually. You know, because they say you're supposed to read books to the kid, even if the kid doesn't understand the books. And here's what I found out. Because, you know, we were getting these books that are, like, age-appropriate, you know, like, zero, zero, <laughs> zero years old. And, you know, they just have, like, one word on the page, or they have two words, you know. The dog ate, you know. And it's like, okay, turn the page. You know, and these books are five pages long. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, how is this ridiculous? Give, you know, maybe I should start reading the kid War and Peace or something. I mean, I want to read the kid a book. I mean, I'm done in, like, ten seconds. But what I didn't realize because, you know, and this, I, I feel foolish afterwards and this is what I read in another book, was that you're supposed to have, you know, have the kids stare at the pictures and then you make oh. up more of the story. So you start making up the story, you know, if there's well, a big dog. Well, then I might as well write the, the book myself. If Let's say the book is $10, they should give me $5 to write the darn thing. Well, no, it's about interacting with your child. So you're like pointing at the look at the big blue dog's nose, you know, and look, Why he's drooling. Why is the dog blue? Right, and you start, right, and you start interacting. Is poo-poo blue? Right. Turn right. page. Well, those are things you want to know. Right. So that's about that. So that's why those books are like that. But at first I was like, man, this is ridiculous. It's like, you know, five sentences in the whole book. You know, it's five pages. I mean, that that's five dollars, a dollar a page. Yeah. Sleepy time books going to be over in no time. So I'm learning, you know, as a parent, well, I know. I learned because we didn't have any books and I don't want him once again, you know, the, the, the dumb one. I ended up, uh, I have a book that's like 504 words that are really important to improve your vocabulary, something like that. Yeah, that, I, that's and what so I was... I've got this big, thick book, which is taller than he is, and I'm looking at it, and so I'm going, well, okay, I'm, you know, he's, I've changed his diaper, he's kind of mellow, so I start reading it, you know, the, the, some of the different words, and talks about different things, but it doesn't tell you, like, in a sentence, or, and so I'm going, okay, how do I make this kind of fun for him, and then he's, like, squirming around, so I'm trying to keep, keep a hold on him, as well as not drop the book, because it's too big. It was pain, but I would have done that because what what was it saying that you, you need to teach the kid, what, like three million words before yeah, they're three years old? Right, exactly, right, right. It's part of this brain development thing in IQ. So yeah, I was really, that's what I was really impressed with you about that you were actually doing that. So that's cool. But there are some things I have to tell you. There are some things that I am so thankful that we have a baby now as opposed to like, you know, 30 years ago or something because cloth diapers, let's just start there with cloth diapers. Okay, I was a kid who was raised in cloth diapers. I can't even imagine. Okay, this kid poops and pees. How many diapers would you say we change a day? At least a dozen, right? Probably more, but yeah. At least a dozen. So first of all, if you had cloth diapers, I mean, the baby pees, it's going right through this cloth diaper. The baby poops, is going right through. And then who's going to clean these cloth diapers? Every time this baby goes to the bathroom, you don't have like this diaper genie that we have that just like... Look. Oh yeah, you just you just push the diapers into the diaper genie, twist the bag, and it makes little sausages of, of used diapers, and so nothing stinks like a used diaper. But if you have like, you know, five or ten of these disgusting diapers, cloth diapers, now you gotta clean this stuff. You And you can't throw like a big bunch of baby crap into the washing machine. You're gonna have to like somehow like rinse those out and get the hard, you know, poops and turds off of that. I thought the benefit, because like, Later on, it became like fancy if you could have the cloth diapers versus, you know, the ones that go in the uh, landfill. So I always thought that, you know, 
that you just, you know, put it in some, you know, bag or something. And then the, the people that come by to clean the, the diapers, they do that and they drop off the clean ones. You yeah, have to you... clean those damn things first. You can't put them in there with crap all over them. I think you can have a diaper service and they'll take a care, care of a lot of stuff. But man, I'm telling you what, it is so, you know what, I, and this is where I'm, you know, I am, I'm not completely ecologically sensitive, but I try to be good. I mean, we recycle what we can, but, you know, I do other things that maybe are not so good. <laughs> the environment. But this diaper thing, I'm going to tell you what, I'm filling up an entire landfill all by myself and I just don't care because this is so convenient. And and not only that, but those cloth diapers, I mean, check this out. You had to pin those things together. You had to have these big safety pins and hope you didn't stick the baby with this. How many times do you think my mother accidentally, not on purpose, stuck me with pins? Got to be more than once. I think she, I think the person that you have to look at would be your older brother, Tim, because he's the one that got the raw and she didn't know how to do it properly. So oh, he was getting yeah. jabbed all the time. Oh, my Which goodness. would explain, you know, if, if, he, if he ended up being angry or something like that when he's a baby. Yeah. Because he's like, get away from me, mom. <laughs> of course, he can't vocalize that. And then check this out. This is crazy. The diapers also have this, like, pee stripe in them. So you don't, even, you don't even have to take the diaper off to know if the baby's peed. I mean, you can smell the poop. But if they've peed, it makes, like, a little blue stripe right up the front. It's like, oh, this Racing is stripe. fantastic. This is the best thing ever, man. I... And this is what it makes me think of. How did cave women deal with the baby? I mean, they didn't, okay, they didn't have diapers. They didn't have pampers. They didn't have huggies. And they didn't even have cloth diapers. And they didn't have they didn't newspapers. Have clothing. What did they do? They, they, they dropped the baby like it's hot. And then, it, you know, if it survives, great. Hopefully no animals <laughs> kill it. And it's, it's good. It's all good. And, you know, probably as long as you could, you know, the, the life expectancy on a cave person is minimal. So it's babies having babies. Well, you got a good point there. Uh, yeah, so it's a wonder we evolved at all, I'm telling you. And the cool thing is, is if, if the dinosaur eats your baby, it doesn't affect the environment at all because they, they, they poop it out. All yeah. good. Yeah, that's crazy. So, I, but, you know, the other thing is baby clothes. I mean, baby clothes are another racket. I mean, just unbelievable because the baby, like you could put on something, maybe the baby wears it two times and then he's too big for it. Just the newborn stuff. Yeah. It goes newborn, then it goes to three months. So we're okay. I, he's, he's pretty much full on his newborn stuff. And now he's in his three months. And it's a little bit big, but whatever. The other cool thing is uh, baby formula. So, I mean, you know, obviously our, our, our teats are not working here because we didn't... Sahara Desert. Yeah, so we didn't have the baby. But, you know, thank goodness for formula. But I guess, you know, formula's been around maybe since the 60s. I don't know. What did they do with babies before then? You know, because I'm sure there were some mothers who either didn't make breast milk or maybe it was just so painful or, you know, maybe they just couldn't get it done. But, you know... Can, can I say something with the... Because the, the, of the formula when we feed them? And when, when you pull it away because he's, you know, drooling all over himself or he's making a mess or who knows what, you pull it out, it's it's like a suction cup. I mean, it's amazing. So I'm thinking there's tons of straight women that have kids that they have to have the longest nipples like female dogs. Oh, long, my goodness. Like because they can't, it can't retract. There's no way because it's, it's like a plunger on it. I don't know. I mean, I you know, I, I'm almost but not quite want to ask my mother, so what do your teats look like after you've been uh, breastfeeding? She, she, no, she uh, formula fed you. Oh, that's Same right. That's mom. right. That's right. Okay. So they wouldn't know. Yeah. So I don't know. A lot of modern conveniences, but a lot of guilt, man. It's, I'm telling you, baby stuff is, is a freaking racket. What they charge for stuff? Outrageous. Because some of the stuff you just need, you can't not buy some things, especially the cost of diapers. I mean, you can't just not buy that. Di- well, you, I guess I could use cloth diapers, but I could not I'm buy. I'm not using that. Yeah. But I mean, it just, they can charge whatever they want. I mean, it's almost like maxi pads. I mean, and tampons, you're going to pay whatever they're charging because you're not going to not do it. It's crazy. All right. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure people are sick of all this baby talk. So we better The go. next podcast won't be a, a baby one. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.